The Arsenal podcast brought to you by 90 Min and we are live. You're listening to the Chronicles of Aguna, the Arsenal podcast. I'm Martin Tyler and you're listening to Harry Simeon. Hello and welcome back to the Chronicles of Aguna, the Arsenal podcast brought to you by 90 Min. As ever, I'm your host, Harry Simiu, and on this edition, we've got some breaking news. Uh, we are live uh, around about 7.20pm on Tuesday night. I had to think about that. If you are listening to this on the audio, you will be listening to this uh, on Wednesday morning. So good morning to you guys. Uh, I hope you're all well and you've probably heard about the news by now anyway, but uh, you'll be able to get my take on it. And of course, uh, we, you'll be able to listen to uh, our listeners in the live chat, what they have to say. And we'll be having a discussion around the whole subject. So should still make worthwhile listening, I'd imagine. But the breaking news coming out this evening is that KSE have released a statement reaffirming the point that they will not be selling any stake in Arsenal Football Club. This is what the statement reads. In recent days, we have noted media speculation regarding a potential takeover bid for Arsenal Football Club. We remain 100% committed to Arsenal and are not selling any stake in the club. We have not received any offer and we will not entertain any offer. Our ambition for Arsenal remains to compete to win the biggest trophies in the game and our focus remains on improving our competitiveness competitiveness on the pitch to achieve this. Signed Stan Kroenke and Josh Kroenke, Kroenke Sports and Entertainment. So the Kroenkes are making their stance clear. They do not wish to sell Arsenal Football Club, nor do they wish to sell a stake in Arsenal Football Club. They want to keep it all for themselves. But you know, this is breaking news, obviously, this evening, and, and this news has come out, and I've seen a lot of people kind of reacting to it on social media, feeling really downbeat, really frustrated about the whole thing. And I get all of that. But even if the Cronkies were, and I'm not saying they are, but even if they were considering selling Arsenal Football Club, even if there was the slightest little inkling of doubt in their minds about whether or not it's worth holding on to this football club any longer, do you think they would publicly say it? Of course they wouldn't. It would be bad business. It would show a, a willingness to sell. It would show a desperation on their part to sell. And therefore, any offers that they did receive would, of course, be reduced in value. So I'm not saying that they definitely want to sell, right? But the point I'm trying to make here is that the Cronkies, even if they were considering it, even if they were a tiny little bit of doubt in their minds about whether or not they should hold on to this football club. You know, they're not going to come out and publicly say that. So for me, it's as you were. And I think it was pretty clear, you know, everybody, anybody that was level-headed and thought about um, and has been thinking about this, sorry, over the last few days would have been well aware that, yes, Friday's protest was extremely powerful. Yes, we put a message across as a fan base, a really strong message. But it wasn't going to end here, right? It wasn't going to be one protest and then the Cronkies go, oh, you know what? Yeah, you, you lot are right. Here you go. We'll sell the club on uh, to somebody else. 
equally, as I said earlier on in the program, uh, you know, earlier on in the program I did earlier, I should have said, Daniel Ek is supposedly interested in the club. Well, he's talking to the media tomorrow in an interview that's supposed to be about Spotify, but un undoubtedly he is going to be asked the question about Arsenal Football Club. So it'd be interesting to see what Daniel Ek has to say off the back of that. Is he genuinely interested in the football club? Um, is he not? I don't really know. Uh, we'd like to think that he is, but you just get the feeling that this statement is a little bit disheartening because of the timing of it. You know, at a time when the Daniel Weck stories were gaining momentum as a fan base, some of us were starting to think, well, maybe this could happen. But as I always say, does this really change a great deal? No, it doesn't. Because as I say, if the Cronkies were considering a sale, they were not going to come out and say it publicly. So let's see. Um, let's see. Be interesting to see what Daniel Ek has to say tomorrow. And I think I'll probably be paying more attention to what he does come out with when asked the question, when posed the question about Arsenal Football Club. As I say, if you're listening via the audio, that interview takes place later on today. It's expected to be shown on Sky Sports News after 2.45 p.m. if you're here in the UK. Um, so let's see. Let's see. Uh, how it pans out. But, you know, I've seen a lot of people upset, disappointed, disheartened and frustrated by the Cronkies' statement uh, that is, is just reaching us. But the reality is, as I say, what else did you expect? Um, you know, they were never going to come out and say, yeah, you know what? The fans protest got to us and it's made us reconsider. And therefore, just three, four days later, we are now in a position where we want to sell the football club. No, it's going to take a, a, a long, hard slog uh, to get these people out of our football club. That level of protest that we saw on Friday, we're going to need to see that on a weekly basis. We're going to need to see that before every single home game. And in particular, next season, when fans are allowed back in the stadiums, we have to go big on it. It's the only way we can keep the momentum going. It's the only way we can almost keep sort of our grasp around the Cronkies' throats, you know, to to just tighten it and tighten our grip and and put them under increased pressure. That's, that's the only way it's going to happen. Um, we started it off and, you know, it's, it's great and it was progress and, and it was brilliant to see all the Arsenal fans united, but this is only the beginning. Um, this is only the beginning of our war on KSE. So we have to keep it up. We have to keep going. And I just want to take you know, pick a couple of parts of that statement, which are just embarrassing, you know, and, and you know, the Cronkies saying our ambition for Arsenal remains to compete with, with the, our ambition for Arsenal remains to compete to win the biggest trophies in the game. That is absolute bullshit. Their ambition has never been for Arsenal to compete for the biggest trophies, unless they're, they're stupid, which I don't think they are because rarely billionaire businessmen are. But with minimal investment, we're not going to compete for the best trophies, right? So it's just it's just nonsense. It's just pure PR. It's really frustrating. Actually, adding that line in the statement just frustrates me and winds me up even more. All you had to say was, um, we don't want to sell. We're not going to sell. We're not planning on selling a stake in this football club. That's it. To, to, to try and to to insult our intelligence as a fan base by suggesting that your priority is to win silverware 
and to compete for the biggest trophies in world football and not to make profit is just flipping embarrassing. And it it's the same kind of shit that we get from the Cronkies time and time again. Um, you know, and, and you can understand why everybody's sick and tired of them. Um, what else have we got here? Uh, Peanut in the chat says, uh, great name. Our only hope is the government bringing in legislation to change club ownership. I said it the other day. That feels like the only hope. The only hope that we have is that government legislation eventually comes in and we can change this thing. But even if legislation does come in, it'll probably come in for purchases moving forwards, right? How can you go to somebody who owns the entirety of Arsenal Football Club and say, well, now government legislation is forcing you to sell 50% of that? Can you do that? Is that how it works? I, I don't know. I don't know what the legal side of that is, but the legislation could be good and protect us from this occurring in the future. But right now it doesn't really solve our problem because the Cronkies are sole owners of Arsenal Football Club. I spent most of my day today, actually, in between a few recordings that we did and, and we started a new series on the channel, When Harry Met. And uh, today I caught up with uh, the wonderful um, Ali Drew, uh, boxing presenter, I'm sure you recognise her, a uh, very recognisable face in the sporting world. And the lovely Ali joined me um, on an episode earlier on today. So we recorded that and that'll be coming out uh, later this week. So we're talking all about her career, her personal experiences in the world of broadcast media. So uh, if anybody's looking to get into the, the business, into the industry, it was a really good insight as to what it's all about Um so, yeah, uh, look forward to sharing that with you. If you haven't already, check out uh, Simply Serie A, the Italian football podcast presented by yours truly. You can find it on all major podcasters. You can actually uh, check out the video version, which I posted on this very channel a little bit earlier on today. So go back and have a look at that as well. Let's go back to the live chat. What have you guys got to say? What, what are your feelings towards this uh, KSE statement that has dropped this evening? Do you think it makes the slightest bit of difference on, on how things might play out? Do you believe them when they say they have no intention of selling? What do you think it will take to force them into a sale? Let me know in the chat. I'm going to come to the chat box right now. Let's have a look. Um, Wilson says uh, Arsenal fans need to maintain their momentum to kick Cronky's ass to the curb. Absolutely. This is going to be a slow and painful process. It really is. Uh, but it is going to take time. I think we can accept that and we can understand that. And we all care enough about the cause to be willing to put in that time in an ideal world. You know, things will change overnight and perhaps with the rumours and the stories floating about surrounding Spotify's Daniel Wick, perhaps some of us got a little bit carried away by what we'd like to happen rather than, uh, or getting caught up in what we'd like to happen rather than what we think is actually uh, going to happen. Uh, Victor says, uh, how much more could Ek invest in the team after purchasing it? I don't think they would be any better. Yeah, look, and, and Victor, I, I talked about it on a previous episode. When you bring in a billionaire owner, or when a billionaire owner comes in and takes the reins, I should say, you can't you can't guarantee that they're going to be better. You can't guarantee that they're not going to start off well and, and turn into a KSE. You never really know. But at this point, I think it's clear uh, that we need change. 
And what I was going to say earlier, but I, I, I sidetracked, was I spent a lot of the day today uh, doing a real deep dive and a lot of research into Villarreal, who, of course, Arsenal take on in the UEFA Europa League semi-final on Thursday. I was going to do this evening's uh, live stream on that, and I was going to put together my preview for you guys on how I think we can hurt Villarreal, who to watch out for, etc., etc. But I'm going to park that because this news regarding KSC is broken and we will uh, we will do that on the morning show tomorrow so uh, keep your notifications on and uh, that way you'll uh, you'll be informed when I go live and you won't miss out on our VRAL preview and there's lots of insight to go into there I've spent quite a bit of time researching them today quite proud of myself don't forget if you haven't already make sure you hit the like button on the video and subscribe to the channel if you are new it really really helps um Let's keep going through the live chat box. What are people saying? Uh, lots of you coming up with the be excited comment. Yeah, it's become a bit of a, a, a stick to beat them with, hasn't it? Um, that comment uh, from Josh Cronkey, which he made a couple of years ago now. Be excited. Be excited about what? You've run our football club down into the ground. We don't make money. We're not good on the pitch. We're an utter shambles. We've become a laughing stock. We're mid-table in the Premier League. And yeah, you can look at the players and you can look at the manager even. There's no, there's no getting away from that. But this is all under KSE's stewardship of our club. They talk about wanting to compete. They've never shown any signs that they want to compete. But as I said earlier on in the, in, in the podcast, the fight is just beginning. The fight to get our football club back out of the clutches of these greedy for want of a better term, arseholes, we need to, to continue the momentum. We need to keep putting pressure on them. The protests need to be ramped up. They need to happen every single game and they need to happen inside the stadiums as well as soon as we're allowed to do so. We have to keep the momentum going. Our foot needs to stay on the gas as a fan base. We need to stay united on this. Forget all the other stuff. Forget Mikel Arteta. Forget getting on his back. Forget having a go at Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang or Granite Xhaka or Hector Bellerin or whoever else uh, we decide to scapegoat from one week to the next. This is about getting KSE out of the football club. And my God, we need to continue uh, in this vein if we're going to make it happen. Uh, Rahul says this statement clearly suggests that the Super League is happening in the future. I think, Rahul, to be fair, you know, I think we've managed to kill it for now. But I think everybody probably knows that or, or feels that that's not going to be the end of it. That's not going to be the last of it. You know, these clubs really went out on a limb to try and make this happen. Can we expect them to just give up the, you know, the plan just like that, just because of the backlash they received initially? I think they'll wait for the dust to settle. I think they'll go back to the drawing board. I think they'll probably come up with something else. Um, which will be similar, but maybe with a, a couple of adjustments that they will try and sell to the fans as being the way to take this thing forward and the way to take football forward, as they kept repeatedly saying throughout, or in particular Florentino Perez kept saying. So yeah, let's um, you know, let let's see how it pans out. But when you say that the Super League is not dead, or you suggest that the Super League is not dead, I think you're absolutely right. Absolutely right. Uh, what else have we got here? Um, uh, Vikshan is a little bit more positive. He says, let's be patient and wait another 10 days. When money is put in front of people like the Cronkies, 
they will always consider it. Yeah, look, and, you know, even if, um, as I say, even if they do have, I'm not going to say that they definitely want to sell, but even if they do have doubts about their position and doubts about whether it's worth keeping hold of this football club, they're not going to come out and publicly say that. And we have to accept that. We have to acknowledge that. We have to understand that. So don't expect KSE um, to come out and admit that they're considering a sale because, as I said already, it drives down the value of the club, doesn't it? Um, Rick says, uh, how many times we're going to be told that we want to compete for the biggest trophies? Years and years of this nonsense. Couldn't agree more, Rick. And that's why I found it really, really frustrating to read that particular line of the statement. It's just an unnecessary line. And it's almost as though they think that we're dumb enough to buy it, that we're thick enough to just just absorb it and take it in and, and just be like, oh, well, you know, the Cronkies, they don't want to sell the club, but they do want to win trophies. So it's OK. No, we're not that stupid. We've watched you dismantle our football club and drive it into the ground for years and years and years. Uh, big hello to Into says, taking that with a massive pinch of salt. Stan Kroenke is a terrible businessman if he continues with this club. He's lost out massively this season alone and not making Europe will make it worse. Yeah, it's a really good point. And I talked about it uh, a couple of days ago. I said that if he was going to sell, it was going to be the combination of Arsenal struggling to turn a profit right now. Arsenal not being in Europe, uh, the, the collapse of the Super League, et cetera, et cetera. There would have been a number of factors uh, that were going to be at play if he was going to come to that decision. And even if he is going to come to that decision, he's not going to come out and put it in a statement. So I'm not saying he is going to sell, as I keep on saying, but I'm also not completely ruling out the possibility. Xander says, Kroenke wants guaranteed European income from Arsenal, i.e. the Super League. He'll perhaps take legislation like Serie A to stop clubs joining such a venture, which will dictate his position in selling. It's a really... Good point. And, and just to reiterate for maybe those who haven't heard the news, the Serie A in Italy have put in some legislation in place which says if any of their clubs are signed up to the Super League, they will be expelled from Serie A competition, which is why it's so interesting that Milan and Juve are yet to pull out. Are Milan and Juve going to continue with this idea and potentially be expelled from the Serie A next season. I can't see it happening. I think they'll back down. And I think that legislation is, is really, really good. Uh, Amesy says that that statement was to be expected. He wasn't going to just roll over, has to play high ball. My feelings exactly. Couldn't have put it better uh, myself. Um, Rahul says, just saw him be in sports. Wenger said he's willing to offer his expertise to Thierry Henry, Dennis Bergkamp and Patrick Vieira in their takeover bid. Yeah, look, and... We all wanted Arsene Wenger to go as a manager. Uh, I think we can all agree on that. We got to the point, um, you know, we, we got to the point where, where we would, we felt that we needed a change with Monsieur Wenger, but there's no doubt about it. Having him behind the scenes would be a lot better than some of the other clowns that we've had running this club over the last few years. A uh, big hello to Kevin Campbell, former Arsenal man who's currently watching us live. And just a quick reminder, actually, come over to the Highbury squad tonight, 9pm. Uh, I'll be joining Kevin, Sophie, Dan and Tom, and uh, we'll be talking about all of this, I'm sure. Uh, so make sure you check out the Highbury squad. Uh, come over and catch us there. Uh, Kevin says, Harry, hope you're well. I don't like it yet. There's no way Kroenke is going to sell unless, until, unless it's an offer he can't refuse and it's not happening. Yeah, 
it yeah it look ultimately if somebody doesn't want to sell you you have to you have to tempt them by by going over the top with your offer can daniel Eck do that will he want to do that who knows we're gonna have to see how this plays out but you know it was very clear that as 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 powerful as friday's protests were it was never going to be the end it was never going to be enough alone to bully a billionaire into selling his football club so the momentum needs to continue. We need to continue making our voices heard uh, and continue protesting because it's so, so important that we get as much media coverage on this as possible, that we, you know, shine a light on what it is that KSE are doing to our football club um, and, and and just hope for the best and hope that they'll eventually get fed up, I guess, you know. Uh, I love this from Matt Simpson. Uh, he says, uh, X should throw in two billion and a free wig. Yeah, <laughs> love it. Um, David says, Cronky isn't going to sell, mate. Arsenal is still a good long term investment for him, and he's putting a lot of money to buy out the club in recent years. Yeah, I, Arsenal will make money in the long term. Of course, it will. It's such a hugely followed football club that, of course, you know, there's always uh, an, a, a potential to earn money. It's just. And as I say, you know, it will never be just the fans that get Kroenke out. It will never be just UEFA. It will never be just the disappearance of the Super League or the collapse of the Super League, I should say. Disappearance is the wrong word because I'm sure it will be back. But it will take a combination of factors to persuade the Kroenkes to sell. And, and we can't control all of those factors. We can't control all of those elements. But we can control some and and the ones that we can control, i.e. making our voices heard, kicking up a stink, boycotting stuff, not buying things, all of that we can do. And um, and we can hope to make some kind of uh, dent uh, that way. But that's it. Right. That's tonight's breaking news. So just to reiterate, for those of you who are perhaps joining the live stream a little bit late, KSE re revealed a statement or released, I should say, a statement earlier on today in which they said in recent days, we have noted media speculation regarding a potential takeover bid for Arsenal Football Club. We remain 100% committed to Arsenal and are not selling any stake in the club. We have not received any offer and we will not entertain any offer. Our ambition for Arsenal remains to compete, to win the biggest trophies in the game and our focus remains on improving our competitiveness, competitiveness on the pitch to achieve this. Stan Kroenke and Josh Kroenke. Cronky Sports and Entertainment. So that is the statement from KSE this evening. Make of it what you will. Let me know your thoughts in the comments if you're watching this back uh, or, of course, if you're listening via the audio platforms. Make sure you drop us a like. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. And I'll be back tomorrow with a look ahead to Arsenal's huge UEFA Europa League semi-final tie with Villarreal coming up on Thursday. Until then, take care. Ciao. listening to the Chronicles of Aguna, the Arsenal podcast. I'm Martin Tyler, and you're listening to Harry Simeon.